You're listening to episode 104 of the Tennis Files podcast. 10 tips for dealing with extreme heat. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Welcome to the Tennis Files Podcast, bringing you advice from the top minds in tennis to help you improve your game. And now, here's your host, Mirban Iranshad. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Tennis Files Podcast. My name is Mirban Iranshad, and every single week I bring you podcast interviews and solo episodes to help you improve your tennis game with the world's best experts in the game of tennis. And today, I have a solo episode for you that I've wanted to put together for a while, and this involves 10 tips for dealing with extreme heat, and I thought it would be a perfect time to do this because this past weekend, I had several friends of mine uh, playing regionals, which is basically the playoffs version of USTA leagues, so some of my friends, they played a local league in Maryland, and they won that particular league, and so they were able to advance to regionals. Fortunately, I'm on a DC team that had already won its local league, and they advanced straight to sectionals, so I'm really excited to go to sectionals and compete really hard uh, on my 5-0 team in Norfolk, uh, August, I believe, 9th through 11th. So if you're there, Norfolk, uh, come say hi. Uh, We'll be playing at ODU. But anyways, this past weekend was ridiculously hot. If I remember correctly, Friday was 98 degrees, and this is just straight degrees. This doesn't count how it actually feels on court, which was easily over 100. Saturday was 99 degrees, and I think Sunday was 98 degrees. So really ridiculous, and there was definitely some cramping going on. I actually heard of a a great player, Van, who I'm I'm friends with, and he somehow won his match after cramping in the third set tiebreak. But anyways, I felt like, hey, you know, uh, with all this freaking heat going on, I think it's time to educate some of you about dealing with the heat. And so I have 10 of my favorite tips that I would like to present to you, and I hope that at least a few of them will help you win. Because as we know, tennis is a game of very small edges. And if you don't prepare well, then you won't perform well. And that's particularly important when you're facing extreme heat and tough conditions and so forth. So the first tip that I want to give you, and I just want to jump straight in after this little chit-chat here, is to consume sodium-rich food and drinks. And I want to give you a little backstory here. One of my good friends and a very solid tennis player, Mike, uh, I'll not give his last name just in case he wants to keep his identity secret, but Mike, uh, several years ago at sectionals, he, I suppose he wasn't quite up to speed with the uh, the importance of sodium in his diet. So we had a sectionals tournament and Mike actually just drank boatloads of water, just gallon after gallon. And, uh, you know, he was playing well and whatnot, but he ended up having to go to the hospital because he did not have enough 
sodium and other nutrients in his body. He just flushed himself solid with water. And so in talking with experts like Jeff Rothschild, who I've had previously on the podcast and my summits, and I have to give him a huge credit here. He's an expert in the field of nutrition. I learned that uh, when we play tennis, if we're playing for a short duration of time, then water is sufficient. But if we're playing, let's say, one to two hours, we actually need around 30 grams of carbohydrates per hour. And if we're playing two to three hours, we need 30 to 60 grams an hour of carbohydrates. And these carbohydrates need to include sodium. So, uh, and the reason being is that we actually sweat out 93% sodium. And another really key tip here, I guess a a sub tip, if you will, is that when you're looking at the different uh, components of sweat, that's actually sodium, chloride, and potassium, but sodium plus chloride is salt, and that makes up 93% of your sweat. So, you really want to focus on the sodium as opposed to potassium. So let's say something like uh, like coconut water, which has quite a bit of potassium but has lower sodium content. That's not going to be as good for you as something like Gatorade, which has higher sodium and low potassium. And also a, a more healthy drink, as far as the ingredients at least, called Scratch. That's S-K-R-A-T-C-H. And I'll have a link to this drink, Scratch, and also Gatorade, too. And, and, you know, I'll have links to all the things that I've mentioned here on the show notes page at tennisfiles.com slash 104. So check it out. But anyways, you really want to consume sports drinks, ideally if you're playing, you know, more than an hour. And they should have quite a bit of sodium. And uh, like I mentioned with, with Gatorade... I used to have Gatorade ice, and for some reason they got rid of that. I think I might have seen it in those like mini packs where you can just have two gulps and and the container is finished. But in any case, some of them do have all these different artificial f- colors, which kind of sucks. So I try to get the um, the Gatorade that's kind of like frosty colored. I forgot the name of that, so uh, my apologies. But again, we'll link to that particular Gatorade. And there's also another type of Gatorade called Gatorade Endurance, which was reformulated a couple years ago, and that's also high in sodium and uh, has a good amount of carbohydrates. There's also some some other drinks out there. I mean, for example, uh, Goo or GU Hydration Mix, and that has quite a bit of sodium in it. And then there's Noon, which has a good amount of sodium as well, but no carbohydrates, though. And, you know, I, I mentioned... Uh, the carbohydrates as as like a another tip here because it's really important that you ingest a good amount of carbohydrates before your drinks and so I'll actually name that our second tip here and so I have actually felt a big difference when I've had uh, carbohydrate uh, when I've ingested carbohydrates before my matches as opposed to just say coming straight from work and then not having any any sort of like maybe a cliff bar or bananas those are my two favorite carbohydrate uh, rich foods because they're ingested quite easily as opposed to uh, some other foods like you know a piece of chicken or something 
So it's really important to have enough carbohydrates because that's gonna that that fuels you. You know, the carbohydrates is truly what is converted into energy and helps you uh, output a great intensity on the court. So uh, I, I've been paying attention to that more often, and I found that it really makes a huge difference in my performance. If I don't eat enough carbohydrates, then I feel really worn out much uh, more quickly. And so when you combine something like sport drinks and bananas and, and so forth, or sports drinks and Glyph bars, that's going to be fantastic for you. So there you go. So tip number one, consume sodium-rich food and drinks. And tip two is to intake uh, enough carbohydrates in your diet. And now tip number three for you is to make sure to hydrate. And I know this is really obvious for everybody. Of course, you need to hydrate. But I just want to give you a little bit background on hydration and our sweat rates and so forth, because I think you'll find it quite interesting. And again, uh, credit to the great experts like uh, Mark Kovacs and Dr. Mark Kovacs and Jeff Rothschild for this type of information. But our sweat rates, we actually uh, sweat anywhere between two to three liters per hour, okay? So keep that figure in mind, two to three liters an hour. However, our absorption of liquid rate is actually one to one and a half liters an hour max. So I think you noticed there, we actually sweat more per hour than we can actually absorb liquid. And so here, the sweat rate is greater than the absorption rate. And that means that you're going to go into a sweat deficit. And that's not good. So what's key here is that you really come to the court hydrated. And of course, that you have to make sure that you're hydrating sufficiently during the match. Uh, there's so many different factors that affect how much you're sweating from your intensity on the court and your 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 playing style of course which contributes to that and uh, the temperature the humidity altitude the intensity like i mentioned of your play and also uh you know just your individual sweat rate some people sweat more than others and so the goal should be to prevent excessive weight loss because you can easily lose three to five pounds on a hot day um, and, and it's, it's really critical that you hydrate yourself because that enables us to sweat and sweat cools our body. So <laughs> eventually if you're not able to hydrate yourself enough, then you're just going to sweat less and then you're going to overheat and that is, uh, not going to be good. So that is our third tip of the day for how to deal with extreme heat. Tip number four, cuatro. See, I'm, I'm improving my Spanish every day, is to wear light-colored and thin clothing. And so I know that a lot of us want to look cool out there and like wear all black and look like a ninja or something uh, or wear other cool colors. But the problem is that black actually absorbs heat. I mean, one funny example is after hanging out and, and watching and actually taking some cool video and pictures of my friends playing this weekend... I put my phone down on a black table and after 30 minutes or so of being in the pool, I came out and then my phone was just straight up overheating and that actually had never happened before. And I touched the actual, uh, I touched the black table and the black table was hot as hell. So uh, just a mini example there, but with light colored clothing, that actually helps reflect instead of absorb the heat. 
And so if you want to experiment one day, go out there with black clothing and then after an hour, touch your clothing versus spend an hour outside with a white shirt and then touch it. And you're just going to notice that it's going to be a lot hotter. Well, the black clothing will be a lot hotter, hotter, excuse me. So I definitely want to wear light colored and thin clothing. I mean, I, you know, I speak from experience when, when I wear, um, you know, light colored uh, white shirts that are light, that's when I'm feeling a lot lighter. And so, yeah, do that. All right. So tip number five is you should be wearing a hat. So a, a nice light hat, you know, Adidas Climalite or whatever you call it, or uh, the Nike Featherlight hats. Those are great hats. There's a lot of other hats that are great. And I like running hats as well because they're super light and breathable and so what this will do is it'll prevent the sun from getting to your head neck and face for the most part and that's of course super important and uh you know if you're not wearing a hat then first off in in the sun uh you're gonna have a a harder time seeing the ball and and serving and so forth but also you're going to feel hotter because the sun is going to go straight to your ha- hair in your head. So that's a, that's a big tip there. Tip number six is to use sunscreen. And this is really important. And unfortunately, I, f- I forget to do this a good amount of time, more times than I'd like to admit. And with sunscreen, I mean, it's really important because it's going to protect you against damaging your skin. And I mean, frankly, it's going to protect you against getting skin cancer. And also... Peeling sucks, man. <laughs> you know those times where you you're out in the sun all day and then your skin peels and that's uh, that's that's not fun at all. Very painful. It's hard to move your your body without having any pain. So really, bring sunscreen. Keep it in your bag, and you'll thank me later. I hope. Just send me an email. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Tip number seven... Bring cold drinks with you. Uh, that will help keep your body pre- temperature down. And there's also some studies, which, I mean, it's been debated, but uh, allegedly cold drinks are absorbed by the body faster faster, excuse me, than room temperature liquids. And if you're if you're a health expert, uh, feel free to leave a comment or information about this point. I mean, because I have heard other people that say, "Oh no, it's better to drink warmer liquids." But I mean, personally, for me, especially 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 in the extreme heat, I much prefer cooler drinks. And this is something a lot of times it comes down to preparation. I mean, sometimes when you're just busting out the door and, and not leaving yourself enough time. You're not you're not going to remember to bring a, a cooler with you, for example, or maybe you'll forget to put your drinks in the refrigerator. And so these types of things you got to plan out the night before. And then if you do that, then you're going to be successful. And like I said, you know, this is something that I forget to do sometimes. So, uh, but it's really important. It can make a big difference in how you're feeling on the court. Tip number eight is reduce 
slash eliminate preferably alcohol and caffeine. I know you uh, fraternity bros and sorority sisses. I don't know how, what to say really, but you know, there's there's some of you out there who you like to drink and so forth, and that's totally fine. But if you really want to perform at your best, you're you're gonna want to eliminate alcohol and also caffeine as well because these types of liquids they dehydrate you and you don't want to go outside in the heat already dehydrated that's not smart i mean we already talked about the sweat rate deficit where you can't absorb as much liquid as you are sweating out so if you you need to come to the court hydrated not dehydrated so i definitely would recommend that you try to ease up on the caffeine and the, the alcohol you know if you're a, a coffee person maybe drink a bit less or uh, you can try tea, perhaps, a lighter tea, or just get some more sleep. That's that's really important. Uh, get get some more sleep. Uh, num- uh, tip number nine for you is to wear sweatbands, wristbands, headbands, whatever ones of those you, you think would help you. But, I mean, they really help a lot for me, especially the sweatbands, because I tend to sweat a ton uh, around my arms. I know that's really hot, of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I sweat around my arms and then that goes on my grip and then my grip gets really sweaty. And I've had matches where I've changed my grip like three or four times and it's pretty annoying. But I found that when I actually use a sweatband or sweatbands on both wrists, then I have to change my grip a lot less. And of course, that's because all that sweat that's coming down my arms is going into the sweatband. So that is really important. I guess sweatband, I should have said wristbands for my wrists. And headbands as well, they can help a lot. They can help keep the sweat from your eyes and hands. So, uh, from your eyes, rather. So if you don't like to wear a hat for whatever reason, I you should wear a headband at the very least. I mean, you could try both and look super cool. I've done that before. The hats these days, they have uh, built-in sweatband, sort of. So they'll be sufficient to keep the sweat from your eyes and whatnot, but uh, you can also try a headband. Tip number 10, use ice packs and or cooling towels. And I've seen this from some of the more savvy players. Shout out to Bobby and Chris, Seabros uh, is, is what I call them, but they were using towels uh, with ice packs in them. So that's brilliant. And the reason for this is your neck is, Uh, is sensitive to temperature and so is your wrist actually your wrists so if you wrap your towel with ice in it around your neck or a cooling towel uh, or wrap it around your wrist then you're going to cool your body faster so that is very important very helpful and I think a fantastic tip (laughs) if I do say so myself because this is my episode and I like to stroke my ego just kidding I try to stay grounded anyway A bonus tip for you is that you should try to train in the heat, not try, you should train in the heat to get your body acclimated to the conditions. And this is, I think, applicable to really whenever you're uh, going to a a different tournament, different environment, it's uh, optimal if you can to train in that particular environment. So with the heat, the more time, uh, of course, like not excessive, but the more time that you spend training in the heat, the more you'll get used to it. And so don't just like train indoors all the time and then all of a sudden jump out there in an outdoors tournament when it's really hot. So 
that's a bonus tip for you. And I really hope that you got something out of this episode. And I mean, something that I think about too is sometimes, you know, maybe some of you think, oh yeah, like I know all 10 of these, 11 of these tips, like, you know, whatever. But thing is, a lot of times we know things, but we don't actually do them. So I find it to be a great reminder to even myself to, to create this episode because then I'm reminding myself like, hey, dude, um, you forgot a hat. Hello. Or, hey, sunscreen, come on. So, um, yeah, I I definitely am glad that you're listening because I think uh, these tips are going to help you quite a bit in the heat and summer is still going on. And uh, speaking of summer and playing competitively, uh, I actually will be, I think, let's see. So if this episode is coming out on Wednesday and three days from, from when this episode comes out, I will actually be starting... Uh, my coverage of the city open so i will be there every single day of the tournament uh, doing interviews and uh, taking some cool footage of the tournament and attending the press conferences and it's really cool uh, really fun for me to transform into a journalist slash videographer more or less for at least this week in the year at the City Open in Washington D.C., it's uh, it's a great tournament. I think for the 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 men's side, it's an ATP 500 event, and it's also improving as well on the female side. And having some great players: Sitsipas, Sloane Stevens, uh, Eugenie Bouchard, Kevin Anderson. I think Dominic Team is playing this year. I could be wrong. I have to double check that. Uh, Nick Kyrgios, of course, uh, Rafa's favorite person in the world. <laughs> and yeah, so that's going to be fantastic. So definitely look for that. Look for that content on tennisfiles.com slash YouTube. I guess on YouTube, but you can check it out via the link uh, that I just mentioned, tennisfiles.com slash YouTube. So really looking forward to that. I just, well, I'm going to get a new lens and some other camera gear, bigger SD card and uh, new tripod and so forth. Uh, it's always fun for me to get the new gear and to help me produce higher quality content. I got a new camera a couple months ago. And so definitely let me know what you think about the improved quality. And yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to that. And along with all the delicious free food. Oh, yes. Shout out to the media there at the City Open. And yeah, it's going to be very different, actually. I highly suggest if you're in the area that you check out the City Open. Mark Ein actually... Uh, purchase the city open if i remember correctly and uh, he's uh, changing things around adding uh, different food options and uh, and more tents and kind of just making improvements to the event which i think were are very much needed and so big shout out to mark i appreciate him doing that of course and stepping in and and, uh, i heard he saved the tournament which uh course <laughs> very glad that happened mark's also the owner of the castles and world team tennis and i had him on my podcast a while back when he talked about the final between venus and serena uh, to be honest i forgot which tournament that was that might have been the australian but uh in any case i'm excited for that so check out the content from the city open that i'm i'll be putting out all week and yeah Just keep improving yourself, Uh, really prepare 
before your matches, that's such such a huge key and, and try to envision what you need to do to to improve yourself and, and set the intention on what you need to improve. This is something that I actually told uh, two individuals that I uh, had a coaching call with. It was really fun to, to speak with them. Uh, so shout out to Senmar and to Mark. Uh, really fun chatting with them and hearing what they need to improve in their game. And, uh, and and part of that is really setting the intention before practice to work on what you need to work on the most in your game that will give you the biggest return on investment. So really appreciate all your support for the podcast. I have some uh, huge news actually coming up soon, and uh, I'll be announcing that soon. And uh, yeah, appreciate all your support, all the fantastic emails. It's always a pleasure and an honor to publish these episodes, put them out for you, and have you learn from them. So just let me know what you thought about this episode, and I'd, I'd really appreciate it if you would let me know by leaving a review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast app that you use to listen to the show. So you can go to tennisfiles.com slash iTunes for that. And it they may have changed iTunes to to podcasts or something for apple but i mean if you use the tennisfiles.com slash itunes link it'll go to the proper page i've tested it and also for spotify you can go to tennisfiles.com slash spotify um, also the stitcher and podcast addict Pod- podcast republic and all the other apps that's, that you use if you could leave a review on on that particular one i'd really appreciate it And I also would like to leave you with a quote, as I often love to do at the end of the show, that I hope motivates you into action, is by an unknown individual, actually. But the quote is, do something today that your future self will thank you for. And I certainly think that perhaps planning your day out tomorrow, if you take just five minutes, even less, to plan out your day, uh, to, to think, okay, what what are my top priorities tomorrow? Let's say even for tennis, what are my top, what's my top priority for tomorrow's practice? Do that and then wake up tomorrow, read what you wrote, and then maybe read it again before you go play tennis if you have the opportunity or write it in your phone or take a picture of it and then look at it. And that's going to help. So doing something today that will help you tomorrow, uh, that's a good thing. So anyways, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Really appreciate the support. And I'm looking forward to producing more fantastic, unbelievable, <laughs> this horrible uh, accent there. But I've, I've been listening to Elliot Loney, it's kind of side note, and he is freaking hilarious. And he does a lot of Rafa Nadal impressions as well as Bernard Tomic and uh, Nick Kyrgios as well, and just hilarious. I think I spent like 30 minutes just laying in my bed just watching his videos. So shout out to you, man. If if you're listening, we should get you on the podcast. If anyone knows him, uh, let me know because I think that would be a hilarious interview. And I'm, you know, even if nobody knows him, I'm going to email him myself. All right, enough of a sidebar there. Thanks so much for all your support and for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Tennis Files podcast.
Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Tennis Files podcast. For more tips to help you improve your tennis game, visit TennisFiles.com.